Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hello. Hello. Anyone around here speak basketball? Welcome to the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball, Basketball Podcast. Podcast. I am your host, Freddie Rivas. And who, sir, are you, Mr. Producer? <laughs> Matt Duncan, producer, Esquire. Uh, I'm dropping Esquire in now. Sure. Test it do. out. You know, we're halfway through 22 almost. So uh, I think we should all be rocking a little Esquire, whatever that means. Yeah, I don't know what that means at all, but, um, you know, let's just move on. Uh, if you're uh, tuning into this podcast for the first time or you're coming back, thank you regardless. Uh, we're with Raptors Republic. We are hardcore Raptors fans. Uh, we got analysts. We got comedians. Yeah. Basically, you know, if you're if you're a sports nut, if you're a basketball nut, uh, you're, you're welcome on the show and, uh, and and it's a good place for you to listen. But, um, you know, if people want to help us out, uh, make us like a, a big time pod, like, you know, rival, I don't know, the daily on New York Times. Uh, how, how are we going to do that, Maddie? You know, we've got our links down there in the description. I like to do the bottom point now. You know, we've got our link tree set up so that it can take you to raptorsrepublic.com, you know, our Patreon, as well as, you know, if you're watching this on YouTube, thank you. Please, you know, subscribe and rate. Also, we've got chapters set up so you can skip ahead if you want to, you know, just beeline it right to the NBA talk or you just want to hang in the Raptors talk. You know, I try to make it as easy as possible for you to move around when you're watching those videos. So yeah, thank you for that. And you know, we will have, we're kind of relaunching our Patreon right now. Freddie and I are kind of discussing different things that we want to bring into it for extra content and stuff and as well as continue what we were doing before. So we will have more on that soon when uh, we get that a little more organized. Hell yeah. Thank you, Maddie. Um, and you know, uh, if you're listening, you have uh, content suggestions, hit us up. We're, uh, we're in the, I don't know. I don't know if we're in the dog days of summer. I feel like that's like the hottest days, but we're, we're, <laughs> we're rounding. Yeah. We're in the, we're in the dog days of spring. That's a thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, I, I think before we get, we get going here, uh, I'll, I've been saying every podcast, uh, you know, uh, please check out uh, the, the pickup WNBA WNBA podcast with uh, me and one of my favorite people, Catherine Niker. Um, we're covering the Brittany Grinder situation as well as WNBA. So uh, make sure you check that out. And, uh, you know, with Brittany specifically, make sure you stay informed. And um, yeah, it's an important story that, uh, you know, I don't think should be neglected in these current times. But uh, yeah, without further ado, let's start bringing the, the guests on. I'm really, really excited. Uh, this first guy, uh, it's his uh, first time joining the show. 
hopefully not the last. Um, you know, we hit it off right away playing poker the other weekend. Uh, I think he thinks I hustled people. I mean, honestly, maybe I did. Like, well, let's just pretend that I did. But uh, no, I, I got super lucky. Uh, he's an awesome dude. I, I had a great time meeting him and he's hilarious. And, you know, I've checked out a bunch of his work since. Uh, so give it up as loud as you can, even if you're home alone, even if you're at home alone uh, from TSN Edge, Wesley Chang. Hey. Ooh, listen to that. Okay. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. Everybody gets their own music. That's the thing. Oh, that, that was that was thematic. I like it. Oh, thanks for having me, Freddie. You know, it's a pleasure to be here, man. Always good to talk some hoops. Hell yeah, dude. Um, yeah, man. And uh, I mean, I, I don't know if this is good or bad for you, but that will always be your music. <laughs> Matt, Matt files it away. And, <laughs> you know, even, you know, if you're potting with us from, from years from now, that will be your song. Uh, so I hope that's okay. You know? <laughs> oh, that's it. File it in, man. I, I don't mind stamping that one bit. Okay, sweet. And uh, I mean, listen, a lot of people have good backgrounds on here. That's that's just a primo yeah. looking background. I gotta say, like the shelves are lined up, the basketballs are lined up. It's a lot better than my two doors. You know, Listen, you know, you got to go to IKEA. You got to get the generic setup, and then yeah. just slot it in with whatever junk you have. Like you can even tell. Like if you look over here, some of these are pretty old, man. I got like a, I got a Houston Rockets James Harden back there, you know. So that's a way yeah. back playback. So I don't pretend that this is an up to date setup, but uh, I try to fill it in where I can. Listen, Houston Rockets, James Harden. That's a specific time in basketball history that is, uh, is I, I want to say glorious, but not really. Because probably his best, though. Probably yeah, his probably best. his best. So we'll we'll go with that. Uh, cool. Let's uh, let's bring on guest number two. Uh, he's an awesome dude. Uh, you know, we bonded over basketball a long time ago. We play together sometimes. Uh, wicked comedian. He runs a show at Winona. Uh, he also runs the sport uh, Toronto Sports Pod. Uh, and, um, yeah, just, uh, he made the debut on the show a couple weeks ago and I'm happy to have him back on Raptors Republic. I give it up as loud as you can, even if you're at home alone for Darren Menezes. <laughs> That's a very, yeah, this, 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 this intro is a lot more like, you know, it's, <laughs> it's more my vibe, man. This is perfect <laughs> for me. Yeah, man. Uh, also, playing. Every time I enter a room, I need this plan. Oh, yeah. And, and I mean, I got to say, shout out to anyone who holds the mic on the pod. I always feel like <laughs> they're about to start walking around and shit. Uh, cool. Let's, um, yeah, I'm a true cut. Like, I just need to hold the mic at all times. Otherwise, I'm just like, what do I do? Yeah. But yeah, I have a way worse background than Wesley. <laughs> I have, no, like a, no. I have like a finger painting of like a, a cowboy that my wife got from like, a, I don't even know where she got it from, but uh, that's my background. And this is what we're doing here. We're good. You know, probably has like sentimental value and uh, I don't yeah, know. Finger like paintings not. are cool. She just <laughs> Definitely not. She's like, this is a cool painting. And she bought it for five bucks and that's <laughs> now it's on the wall. Hey, well, no, it's listen, on the wall. You guys, you guys are downplaying your backgrounds, but I truly <laughs> have two white doors. So, you know what I mean? Um, but uh, yeah, let's let's jump right into it, guys. Uh, let's talk some Raptors ball. Uh, Maddie, yeah. good sir. You're always cooking up weird audio stings for me. Uh, I don't know what's coming next, but uh, please give me your most deliciously weird Raptors sting. Hi, my name is, my name is, my name is Chicka Chicka Toronto Raptors. Okay. Relevant. Yes. Relevant. Is that a, 
Was that 25 years ago? Is that like a, a classic car old? <laughs> what age is that rap song? Um, yeah, it's probably 25 years. Yeah, you say 97, 98 for sure. Yeah, probably, man. Damn. Um, that was around the time where I was like, is his name Eminem or Slim Shady? You know what I mean? I still didn't know at that point. Pre-8 Mile, maybe. Um, oh, definitely. Okay, let's uh, let's go right into it. Uh, Darren, I'm going to hit you first. Um, as always, my, my, my questions are so convoluted, but uh, I'm going to try to dumb this down a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's uh, it's it's rumor season. You know, the, the playoffs are obviously still going on. We'll get to that. But uh, I think as any like hardcore, you know, Maasai era Raptors fan knows. The rumors never really like go with what this franchise is. And, yes. uh, you know, it's, it's, it's no different this summer. There's like, Hey, the Lakers are going to interview Nick nurse, um, you know, trade Pascal for scraps. Like it's actually, I think some of the Pascal trade stuff has, has died down a little bit, um, because he had such an incredible year, but I mean, like, you know, it's, uh, with, with uh, with Gobert, with, uh, um, you know, with DeAndre Ayton, uh, just, there's a lot of like, let's trade the farm, even though we're good, uh, type sentiment. So, uh, I want to just like for the, for the fun of it, reverse that. So please give me like a, a trade. It doesn't have to be like, you know, you know, perfectly capped out, but please give me a trade. That's like going to, that would benefit the Raptors way more than it would another team. Like people always try and make us like the, like a feeder team or a farm team in their trade scenarios. So I want to kind of just reverse that. Like who's someone that would make this team better and we could give them scraps. Okay. Well, basically what I understood the question to be is like, who would we, who would we just grab? Which also would we grab? Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Like that? Yeah. From any any team. Mm -hmm. So basically I just went straight from the top. I was like, First of all, I want Embiid. Uh, I was thinking about it too much, but then I was just like, I don't know. If, if we're talking about Jokic, uh, Embiid, or Giannis, any one of those MVP candidates, give me those. I'll trade my uh, kid is basically <laughs> what I'm saying. For the, for that for those guys, oh, my God. I, I think we'd have to trade, uh, obviously, top players for it, but that's pretty obvious and sad. So I don't want to say it. So sure. I'll just say my kid less sad. No, yeah. Some, uh, somehow that's just, just me, yeah. just me being sad. That's okay though. Right. That's very noble. Of you, I'll man. do it for the culture. I'll do it for the culture. That's all I'm saying. But I love it. yeah, I mean, we want the big guys. I think we need the big guys. Uh, so I, I'd obviously go for the top, but I think for, for like vibes, you know, for who I really love and want is shy. I do want shy. Ooh, oh, yeah, I like that. That would like be amazing. That. What an end. I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah. No, SGA actually, is definitely yeah. a top vibes pick for sure. Yeah. You got to get him that. You got to get him somehow. Masai can pull that off. Yeah. 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 That's like, I mean, because uh, I, I feel a, like, yeah, because it's the Thunder, it's like, you know, what, what what's possible there? It's like Presti, like, do, does he want every single pick that's ever existed? Like, exactly. So, you know, that's what I was thinking. I was like, shy and then. A lifetime of picks, basically. Exactly. And <laughs> we'll then give you, you all know, the picks. Have yeah. fun. And then the Thunder probably need to like hit that salary floor because they spend so little money. So we can dump some yes. stuff on them, you know, just fill in the roster for them and we get a little 
you know, SGA love back our way. That'd be awesome. That is a top vibes play. I didn't even think about that. I like that. Yeah, term. that's uh, yeah. I, I was running with that in my head a little bit. That's like pretty close to my answer. Uh, I, I love Embiid, though, because I feel like this is sort of the, the, the spirit of the idea. Like I remember when when Hayward was with Utah it was like years in the making when Boston's like, hey, words good wants to play with Brad Stevens. And like they started that like such a long, And then, you know, obviously like a Davis to the Lakers. And like I'm trying to work that angle. Right. Like work this angle. Like what if we could just be this annoying city who's like, hey, your best player is going to come here. What are we going to give you? Honestly, who cares? They want to come here. Your city yeah. sucks. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. <laughs> they just want to leave you and come here. Um, yeah. So, yeah, obviously Embiid, like, yeah, we'd have to trade, you know, whatever, a lot of people on our team. But um, maybe we just start drumming up the, like, uh, you know, Masai uh, Embiid connection, you know, him and him and Pascal, yeah. both from Cameroon. Like, maybe that's some kind of angle. Trust the process, which means that, like, you, you know, Embiid's going to leave. That's part of the process. Um, yes. But yeah, SGA is probably, like, more, like, you know, in the practical world. But I still like it. Um Okay, Wesley, what's up? No, I mean, who's your guy? Who's your target? I mean, if you you mentioned him earlier, so if we're going to do kind of somewhat unrealistic, but I also categorize it as like distress situations. Ooh. So let's get Anthony Davis on the Raptors and let's just make that work. We'll find a way. We'll do whatever. Okay. Okay. I don't care. I don't care that he gets hurt as much as he does. Let's not forget this guy's only 28. Yeah. Anthony Davis sure. is still in his prime. Okay. So a lot of people sleeping on him. The Lakers seem a little kind of like in shambles right now. They're trying to steal coach Nick nurse. What's going on. All right. Jenny bus is like screaming about how things aren't right. They got to fix it. Let's just blow it up. You know, let's steal the Lakers up. to the Lakers. All right. Let's steal Anthony Davis from them. Give them whatever scraps that we can fill in the salary match. And then we get our center that we need, a dynamic, you know, rim running, you know, two-way center. Anthony Davis is the dream, Whoa. which, will ne- which would never happen. Yeah, listen, this is a never happen type question, but I love it. it. Like, let's just reverse it on the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's listen, give him a taste of their own medicine. And, you know, Kyrie, it's like he, you know, it's uh, he set a type of precedent, which is like, you know, it's LeBron doesn't always call the shots. Like Kyrie left LeBron. Um, So maybe a guy like Davis, you know, in this insane scenario is like, I, I don't think that Westbrook and LeBron is going to work. I think maybe I'm young enough to win. You know, maybe I'm 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 worried about my own health and I want to slide in somewhere like Kawhi. And this is a good culture, good franchise. You know, maybe his, uh, yeah, we do a reverse clutch, right? Well, Everyone's like, oh, yeah. you know, clutch, so you want to go to the Lakers. It's like, or, or we're just like, you know, we're like, guess what? <laughs> reverse Everyone clutch. from clutch. Reverse, like, yeah, a reverse <laughs> They all want to come here. You know? yeah, yeah. Like AD, like you know, he's already got his championship. So that's on, that's on the men. He doesn't need to go chase too many rings. He doesn't, probably doesn't want to stay in the shadow of LeBron forever, right? This guy, you know. The, yeah. The, the prime window is a little narrow, so maybe uh, he decides, hey, if you're not going to trade me, I'm going to go figure it out on my own. And that's uh, he, what if, he goes and what requests if that a was, trade. What if that was a trade, though? What if the Lakers like, yeah, we really want Nick Nurse. We'll give you Anthony Davis. We're just like, what? What? Ooh, ooh, <laughs> what, that's what do you mean? Spicy, <laughs> like, spicy like trade. If that's the, yeah. Listen, <laughs> yeah, I love- if that's the actual trade, we'll be like, 
Uh, <laughs> I love Nick Nurse, I but honestly, this? I, I, w- I would trade Nick Nurse and the Arkells. I think, David. you know, that's a Maasai move for sure. He would put that on the table and just be like, guys, this is the only way we're going to make it happen. So you want him, you want him. Yeah. This is how you do it. And, you know, obviously there's like that, you know, we, if we want to get like realistic or whatever, I'm sure there's like cap issues. But if Anthony Davis called Masai and he's like, how can you make this happen? Masai would be like, give yeah. me 20 minutes. Okay. Yep, pretty much. Uh, yeah. I'm going to call some teams. Yeah. We're going to ship some salaries and we'll get Davis a nice, nice comfy spot uh, on Drake's jet. And he'll be, he'll be fine to T.O. quick. Masai's yeah, the one guy that- to pull that off. Yeah, absolutely. I guess if that's the way it goes, like if a top, top player is actually like, hey, Masai, I want to come to your team, like he would just make it happen. Like, oh, 100%. For sure. Like, that's just <laughs> for sure. Yeah, take Nick Nurse, take all his hats, whatever you want. Like, it's <laughs> take cool. all his hats. Hey, uh, take all his hats. hats okay. <laughs> we, we hate making these hats. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the, um, the, yeah, the happiest people are the company that makes the, the nurse hats. They're like, <laughs> yeah. you don't understand how like labor intensive these hats are, man. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Nobody thinks about us. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I think both you guys, you know, you, you went, you went like. You went right to the top, which oh, I yeah. love. We went uh, for the top, yeah. <laughs> well, Davis is also like sneaky, like semi possible, and like a weird. Oh you know, yeah, alternate universe alternate things universe, like kind of yeah. all fall apart. I mean, they got yeah. the pieces got to go somewhere. Essentially, um, like if that's how we get our star guys, if they're injured, like Kawhi wise, like that could happen. That's very possible. That's guess, the blueprint. Right? That's the Maasai blueprint, yeah. you know? So I don't I mind. guess it's not very possible, but you know. Yeah. There is a, there is a, yeah, a narrow, <laughs> some decent odds, as a betting guy would tell you. Some reasonable odds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Darren, I sort of went your way with, with SGA. Yeah. Not SGA specifically, because that's almost like actually in the ether. Like, I've, I've yeah. seen, I see the SGA, yeah. like, give me SGA stuff, save SGA stuff. I've been seeing that for mm-hmm. a little while on Twitter. Um, but, uh, the other Canadian who I'm like, okay, this, this guy needs saving. Um, I, I don't believe in this franchise's ability to ever be competent. Uh, give me RJ Barrett. Let's, let's start the rumors right now. Uh, he's young. Uh, maybe his dad, like, you know, he starts getting louder, like, like, you know, Rowan Barrett senior is basically just like, bring my son home. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) like he starts like, you know, taking out like, uh, yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, in the Lincoln Tunnel, are there ads in the Lincoln Tunnel? Whatever. Let, let's just say he, you know, buys the front page of the Times or the Post or whatever, <laughs> and he's just like, "Bring my son home." Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, they don't, obviously the, the That's next, a great you know, they don't want to trade us. Uh, uh, and I think this yeah. is a, a pretty unrealistic scenario. But I, what, yeah, this whole thing is just pretending that the Raptors can can bully some people. So. Yeah, well, I, can see, I can see them man. pulling it off. Yeah, they can pull it off. I'm yeah. sure they can find a way. Masai, again, I believe in Masai. He'll find a way to make that deal if it was uh, if it was meant to be. Yeah, RJ Barrett, yeah. man, he. I think he's kind of getting slept on. I mean, he's got a lot to improve yeah. on, obviously, right? Like, yeah. things have been, yeah. I think he's shown a lot of growth, shown a lot of upside, but, you know, he's still got to work on that shooting. But I think in the Toronto system, yeah. like, you'll see pretty big leaps and bounds growth in terms of his defensive stuff, and I think his shooting will get better, too. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a big kind of culture development guy. I feel like, uh, I say this all the time on the pod, but, um, 
I became like a season seat holder with my brothers during, you know, Bargnani's first year. And I rode the Colangelo waves, you know, Capono, Herculu. Like yeah. I was, I went through it. And, yeah. uh, you know, with Messiah, I'm kind of like, oh, it's, it's, I guess it's a little less exciting. It's a little less flashy, but yeah. also you actually win. So oh, yeah. in the end, I'm like, you know what? I think winning's pretty great. Like it's, yeah. uh, it, it's cool to have, uh, you know, big traits all the time, but. You know, yeah, there's just not a lot of Messiah mistakes. It's like, you know, Damari yeah. Carroll, Bruno, uh, some people say Malachi. You know, there's just just really not a lot of big mistakes out there for Messiah. But um yeah, yeah. I'm glad I'm glad we're you know, we're all open to dreaming a little bit. Yeah. Uh okay, well, uh let's let's get even a little bit sillier. Uh, Maddie, please come in. Uh you're always welcome for the the weirdest questions. Um, <laughs> because you know that's that's your specialty, baby. <laughs> but uh, you're like <laughs> just driving around in your snowblower in the summer. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, what, Wesley, I want to start with you on this one. Um, I think rightfully so. Everyone's excited about uh, J Cole coming to the CEBL. Um, you know, he's coming to Scarborough. It's pretty cool. Like you know, I watched his game uh, in, in the African League and. Uh, I mean, I, I I assume the African League's a little bit higher quality basketball. I, I probably you know haven't done a re- enough research to you know uh, to know really, but the guy can actually ball. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I remember watching that first commercial where he's like, "You think this is a joke? It's not a joke." And I was like, "Is it a joke though?" <laughs> like, I kept being like, "Okay, is it a joke though? You're a professional rapper. Like, like you hit a bunch of threes and." You look good, but but anyways, yeah, I, I remember watching him in in the uh, the basketball Africa game, and I was he wasn't like special or anything, but I was like the guy can play basketball, like he's pretty good. Um, so let's just imagine, you know, doesn't have to be a rapper, doesn't have to be uh, someone who's even in playing age, just like someone, you know, if you're dreaming, like just imagine someone could play basketball, like at let's say like a G League level. And we get to bring them on to the Raptors. Uh, any any celebrity you can think of. I just want to know where you're at. Like, you know, who who would be fun to watch? Uh, may, maybe you're a fan of their other work. Maybe you just think it would be a sideshow. Uh, yeah, Wesley, who, who's your celebrity that you want to bring on to the Raptors? Considering this is a joke question, yes. I kept thinking about who would be one of like the most ridiculous two sport athletes to play, mm. you know, basketball and something else, right? So. Um, perhaps the audience is not as familiar with him, but this guy has become a gym rat in his sport. And I just think it'd be hilarious to see him somehow magically have skills to do it. Let's get a guy like Bryson DeChambeau from the PGA, this crazy guy who is trying to change like how golf is being played in this day and age. And then he just becomes some ridiculous dude that shows up in this, uh, the CE Bell league suddenly has basketball skills. You know, we get a we get the most strange two sport athlete the world has ever seen, and we get a guy like that showing up. I love it. That's a great answer. Shout out to my little brother Thomas, who's a, a huge uh, huge golf fan. He's been sending me Bryson uh, v- videos uh, for some time now. Like, yeah. So his whole thing is that he's like he's like jacked, right? And he's changing like he can drive like way further than everyone, right? Yeah, like, like I throw yeah. my back out just watching him swing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like It's just insane how this guy does it. But like he does it consistently enough that he actually is a very top tier. Like he's top tier. In, yeah. And uh, is he like, is he like Happy Gilmore? I don't know enough about golf. Is he like Happy Gilmore style or like the rest of his game is pretty good too? The rest of his game is pretty good too. But like I think he himself 
see some like happy Gilmore vibes in who he is. Yeah. So um, yeah, let's bring that to the CEBL, man. Let's make it a full, you know, like circus show. Let's get all the let's get Hell all yeah. the guys in there we can. That's uh, a great that's, that's a great, great sport. Grade two sport guy too, right? Golf and basketball. That's awesome. I was I gonna so. say bring J.R. Smith back, right? Who's trying to do college yeah. golf right oh now? Oh my god, true. yes. <laughs> true. But let's go the other way. Let's go the other yeah. way. Let's just get like a button-up golf guy to come just play some basketball for some That's reason. That's great. I love that. Like his yeah. first game, it's like you know, it's like that that Bruno Caboclo first game where like someone throws him an alley oop. Everyone's going crazy, and he yeah, just throws it down. It's like rising good dunk. Um, good at this. Uh, that would be the like I I think the most like that or like F one racing. I feel oh, yeah. like I feel like that would be you're in super weird territory for like actually being able to play basketball. Um, yeah, why not? I love it though. Uh, okay, Darren, who's your who's your celebrity? Uh, we got, we already got one really good answer. Okay, I got. Okay, first I want to say uh, shout out Jalen Harris. He just signed with Scarborough also. Yes, I, love, I saw I, that. I love that a lot. And uh, another new team is Montreal. So a celebrity uh, person for that is win butler because i remember him at the toronto <laughs> yeah the toronto yeah. all-star game and he was really good was he won mvp three three years yeah. in a row oh okay so the other celebrity also he can act he can ball right? he's like <laughs> six five or six six too yeah but the only answer that matters here is adam sandler Adam Sandler, he's the best. He he loves basketball. He's always like on like in these runs with like Trey Young and like all these random basketball players that just want to play with them. And I think he can play. Like he can actually play. And also, yeah, he's just he's the same man. Happy Gilmore. We brought him up. I thought you guys were gonna quickly bring him up, but (laughs) I got scared there. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like Sandman in there. Imagine Sandman in Scarborough. Well. He kill. He supposedly <laughs> he drops sick dimes. That oh I'm yeah, cool. that's what yeah. he does. Yeah, yeah, he can I've like seen he, I, I've seen him dribble too. Like he he's definitely someone who he's, he's not like you know the other NBA like uh, celebrity games coming up and he like trains for a bit. Like he's someone yeah, you can yeah. tell like oh he's been playing. Like yeah. he can definitely he can definitely play. Yeah, I feel like he's too good for the celebrity game too. Like he doesn't want to play with those guys. He's like, I play with actual NBA players. Why? Yeah, he's play? like, I can't get injured around these scrubs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like, I'm not gonna play with Justin Timberlake. I play like Trey Young. <laughs> Screw this. I love it. Um, yeah, yeah. Win Butler, Adam Sandler. These are good answers. Okay, uh, <laughs> like that. Maddie, you know, I know, I know. All your references are perhaps, uh, you know. 25 years old so we, we ah. might get a throw I'm just kidding. We, we might get a throwback here but um uh, who, who's your who's your celebrity well i chose an old cfl player uh, <laughs> okay, <really>? <laughs> <laughs> i did well, technically i did technically i did okay first of all i misread oh that God. question and i thought we had to pick like a canadian celebrity so i was like fuck brian adams like i was trying to figure <laughs> think of somebody sick trying to think of somebody but then I like was like, okay, this guy technically is a Canadian citizen, and I think he'd be fantastic at, at protecting the rim, uh, taking charges. I don't know how that would go. Could be dangerous. Without further ado, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Ooh, yes. yes. That's a nice pick. I like that. Yes. I mean, Canadian citizen? Yeah. He's from Alberta or something? No, it's no. his dad. His dad was born in Nova Scotia, and apparently they changed the law that anyone born after 1947, if you have a parent who was born in Canada, you are automatically a Canadian citizen. So 
The Rock is a dual citizen for the states in Canada. Right on. That. Yeah. We'll claim okay. him. Yeah, we got to claim him. He did, and he was a former CFL guy, so I didn't lie there. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So He almost bought the CFL, too. Did yeah. the whole league? Yeah, probably. Something like that. <laughs> like, yeah. like, he owns the XFL, and then he, like, tried to join CFL and XFL. Anyways, why do I know that? <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Listen, listen, we're here for the weird knowledge, okay? Like, you know, people come for basketball talk. I'll see, my, for I'll see myself. CFL, <laughs> XFL crossover. I just, uh, like, also, trigger. I don't know how taking a charge would go with him, like, because he's yeah. not going to fall back. <laughs> Whoever runs into him is going to, like, probably, like, go right back to center court. So it's yeah. going to be a little tricky for the refs. You know, we're always complaining about the refs, so it could be a little tricky. <laughs> trying yeah, to get but, when, picks, you know? but when he's planted, he's planted. So it should be oh, pretty Oh, for evident. sure. Like <laughs> someone falls into the people's elbow? Yeah. Oh, Everybody goes crazy? Like, oh, my God. Like, oh, tech, I don't know. This guy's awesome. Um, Every single time. You just got rocked every yeah, single yeah. time. <laughs> so like you got to stop gra- grabbing Devlin's mic, dude. Like, you can't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. just I'm writing these for 15 minutes. Man. I'm writing this these for raw. Devlin. <laughs> um, okay, I, I was like, you know, I was going back and forth. Like, uh, I, uh, Maddie, we're, we're similar. I was thinking uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I was also trying to think height. So at one point, my answer was uh, The Big Show. Because I'm like, the guy's tall. Like, I mean, I don't know if he can run, but like we're imagining, right? Like, so he's a big body. Um, But uh, I just tried to go as silly as I possibly could. Now, during the, uh, during the Joe Biden campaign, there were, there was a video uh, where he basically was in a gym interviewing people and he just hit like a, in dress shoes, like such a clean three and walked out the gym uh, my my selection is Barack Obama. Whoa, he hit him. Gotta do it. He's a specialty shooter. You know what I mean? Like it would be really intense security. I think for every game. <laughs> um, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't know if like, people could sit in the front row anymore. Like, it would be it would be nuts. But like you know, you just bring him in. He hits a couple threes. Uh, I, I think also maybe grabs the mic, gives a quick speech. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know his post game interviews would be huge. Uh, so I, I'm going Obama on this one. They'd have to change uh, the team name, like the Scarborough Shooting Stars to the Scarborough Secret Service. You know, they got to bring them out. And they have yeah, to. That's a great you know, pick. Speed up those uh, those uh, speed up the uh, the building of a subway and the transit, man. You got to make sure people can get out there. Okay, <laughs> shit. Uh, that's true. That's the only way we can do it. Yeah, the only way is bringing in Obama. Right? You get it done. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, okay, let's uh, let's talk some NBA, uh, Maddie. If you would uh, give me your yeah most ridiculous, most current. I'm gonna that's what I'm gonna start saying. Give me your most current audio NBA sting. What's the deal with the National Basketball Association? Well, the Confederacy of Dunks is gonna tell you. Okay, well, this one's new. It's not. 
That's not Anderson Cooper. That was last week. Um, okay, I mean, wait, just before Matt says, does anyone know who that was? No, that was nice, no. though. Like who? Com- what comedian says, what's the deal? Who's who's known for saying, what's the deal with... Was, was that Jerry Seinfeld? <laughs> yeah, it's Jerry. Well, Jerry what's the deal? Up, like, I don't know what you did to Jerry. Like, <laughs> he's, he's like, that's comedian. He, he did start to sound Portuguese at the end. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, really? Jerry swerving there, man. I don't know, like... Let the guy rest. Jeez. Um, I like that. I like that. Yeah, I know. Shout out Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, uh, another current current uh, reference yeah. there. Um, <laughs> Maddie's like really, he's there with the kids. Like he's like, he's just like in sync with Gen Z, you know? Seinfeld's <laughs> um, uh, yeah. so relevant. He's so yeah. relevant, right? Oh, for know. sure. He drives cars. He drinks coffee. Come on. <laughs> That's what we all do, right? Yeah. He's the everyman. <laughs> Yeah, he's every man. You know? He's just like us. Um, what's the deal with us? You know, not understanding Jerry's relevance. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh yikes! Um, listen, sometimes you got to bomb a joke on your own pod, right? That's right. Okay, uh, Darren, I'm gonna go to you. Um, this is probably the most like serious question of the pod because you know, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, it's it's a weird one. But um, yeah. yeah, you know, it's it's off season. Uh, things are getting funky. But, um, yeah, I've been thinking about this like crazy, uh, I, I, you know, so I'm not going to kind of give my answer and I just want to hear what you guys have to say first. Um, but I, you know, I'm sure there have been series that have been like, ha- had this much disparity, but I swear, you know, almost every game I turn on and, uh, you know, my, I always tell my wife, I'm like, okay, like if it's a really close game, I'm going to watch it. But if not, we'll, you know, we'll watch some show. And uh, we've been watching a lot of shows because <laughs> pretty much like every first quarter, there's like five minutes to go in the quarter. And I'm like, pretty sure the game's done, we, yeah. which is strange because I feel like, you know, yeah, there's a lot of like volume scoring and, and, uh, and today's basketball. So I assume yeah. even if it's 15 points, I'm like, oh, they can make a comeback. But yeah, uh, yeah it's almost like the, the, the Luca Phoenix game, like ignited something where it's just like that thou shall not be a close game anymore. You know, there's been a couple uh, with, with Dallas and golden state, but I think particularly Miami uh, Boston is like, what is going on here? Um, just like wild blowouts. But uh, yeah. Uh, what, what do you make of it, Darren? Like, you know, uh, first of all, have you ever seen anything like this? And also like, do you, like, what's your explanation? I mean, the, consistency of the back and forth is super weird like obviously there's blowouts like all the time like Mm -hmm. as rapper fans we know this for sure uh but i think it's just the reliancy of like the threes in in these games it's either like hit or miss right if you're missing your threes like if luca is driving all game and he's kicking it out if dinwiddie's not hitting if like you know brunson if these guys aren't hitting their threes you're gonna get blown no, and that's the way it is like last night it seemed that way for Miami like it's just if you're not hitting your threes you're and the other team is just hitting their shots like it's it's gone like you're getting your game can you can get a 20 point lead a 15 point lead so easily and it seems like seems like 15 point leads are like really easy to come back now because of the mm-hmm. threes as well so I just I just think the the threes are really standing out and obviously yeah. like you know 
the team that started it all, like Golden State is really like showing it how it's done. Like even with like Dallas having like a big lead or whatever, they, they can come back so easily because they mm-hmm. have they're just surrounded, right? So yeah, that I, that's what I was kind of thinking for that. Like, that's the only way. Like, there, it seems like everyone defensively is actually not bad. Like, nobody's really given up a huge, huge amount, you know? Totally. So, and, you know, yeah, Dallas is, like, not bad on D. And, obviously, Boston and Miami are not, good. You know, Golden State's good. So, that's, that's yeah. a really good point. You know, I wasn't even thinking, like, that it's not like this is all an all-offense, uh, you know, conference finals in the East and West. Like, but all these teams are have defensive dudes. So... That's mm-hmm. kind of made, it's, it's it's a bit weirder. Yeah, I think for you know I, I have a couple like you know combining factors in my head, but mm-hmm. the three point variance is, is massive. Just like you yeah. know, and, and not just are you making the threes, but I think also you know when you miss a three and another team is able to just run run the other direction and hit a three, it's like that. It Absolutely. just it's kind of exponential, right? Like yeah, um, adds up real quick. But uh, where are you at with this, Wesley? Like, you know, is it just the threes? Is it other stuff? I think Darren must have been, like, spying on my hit I did for TSN today. Because, <laughs> like, I literally just did a hit that's going to be on, like, Sports Center later today. And we're just talking about exactly that. Like, the three ball is just so crazy in the way these four teams play. Um, mm-hmm. You create just such extreme outlier, like, circumstances. Mm-hmm. I mean, the game two itself was nuts. Like, Dallas was up 19. At one point, yeah, they lost. Yeah. By nine. They lost by nine. Um, but like to circle back to Darren's point, all four of these teams have a very heavy dependency on the three ball. Like Miami was the number one three point shooting team in the regular season. Golden State started this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Dallas is about to break an NBA record in this series for the most three point shot attempts ever by any team in a playoff series. Wow, well, they're on pace for that tonight. Wow. And then Boston is top 10. So Boston's a top 10 team in three-point volume. So all these guys shoot, you know, a ton of three-pointers, and that's just how it goes. Um, I think what Darren pointed out is right. Like the Miami-Boston series is a little bit stranger. Um, mm-hmm. I, If I could tell you, I'd be making millions of dollars. I don't know yeah. why it's been so yeah. crazy both ways. Um, but it is, I mean, it's a really good point Darren brought up. But all these teams have been defensively elite. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It, it's kind of leaning into this whole three and D era of yeah. basketball's played, and all four of these teams are like that. Except now you're seeing these like crazy outcomes, which like nobody can mm-hmm. predict. So it, it's it's been nuts. And like I'm a betting guy. This is my job. I'm supposed to yeah. predict stuff. Right? <laughs> I'm getting murdered. I'm getting murdered by these outcomes, man. These things are nuts. Nobody can predict this stuff, man. It's getting psycho. So I've been I've been trying to make sense of all of it. And you know, Darren hit a spot on. It's the three ball. Uh folks, you know, if you're if you're just meeting uh, Wesley for the first time, he's lying. He's right all the time. Okay. <laughs> Trust them. You know, check out TSN Edge, like, you know. But uh like really though, it, it is kind of confounding. Like I I I'm really trying to rack my brain here. And I, the only additional thing i can say to first of all defense is a great point like but that to me makes it even more confusing but um is pace and i feel like teams are sort of not really i'm thinking back to like cleveland golden state right and um you know with when cleveland those those first those first two losses uh or or was it two in a row but but anyways the, the first loss i feel like 
Cleveland tried to do this thing where they're like, we're going to slow this down so much. We're like, we don't know how to deal with what Golden State's doing, but we know that we can force them to play more defense. And I think that teams are really trying to like, it seems anyways, like shoot their way back into this. And yeah. I don't know if it was, it was one of the Van Gundys. So someone was saying uh, during the Golden State uh, series, that Golden State is actually just like filling it up in the paint. So that made me think like, you know, does Golden State, are they the one team out of the four here that like actually is a counter? You know, they can shoot the three, obviously, but uh, they're also are going to, you know, continue attacking the paint. So they have like a more diverse offense. Like that's sort of where I'm at here. Um, You know, obviously Luca's kind of driving kick and like, you know, I I think Miami and, and, uh, and and Boston are both like egalitarian style offenses uh, mm-hmm. that are like, you know, lots of shooting. And then I also thought back to the, to the Milwaukee uh, Boston series and, you know, Giannis is such a like paint juggernaut that I think there was less blowouts in that series. And maybe that's sort of, you know, I don't know if I'm making a convoluted point here, but like if you can score a lot in the paint as well, maybe yeah. that helps keep things like you know within reach but I guess, um i guess yeah i guess that's the that's the difference if it's like um you know you have Giannis who gets most of his points inside so you can just you can get those points way easier but if you're like if they get a three and you're coming back trying to shoot a three and you miss like if they hit three in a row you miss three in a row there's your nine point swing right there, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's such a big difference. If you're relying on the threes on both sides, one team hitting one team, isn't you're going to get blown out. That's just how it goes. But obviously like, it's like you were saying, I like that point about golden state, like because they're more known for hitting their threes, they can kind of go inside because you're playing perimeter defense, I guess. And then they're like, uh, I don't know, Steph's faking and then driving inside or whoever, he's passing it inside of Draymond or something. But, like, guys like Luca or, like, maybe Jimmy Butler, these guys are, like, driving, constantly kicking. So it makes sense um, that Wesley was saying that Dallas is going to shoot the most threes. Cause like yeah, that's Luka, crazy. Yeah, it, it makes complete sense because, like, Luca's constantly kicking it out to, like, Bullock and all these guys, like, that are either hitting or, you know, not hitting, so... Yeah, like Dallas, I think, has made a very concerted point to commit to a certain style of offense. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that, that's fine. The team is built that way, especially after the Porzingis trade. What Golden State, I think, is doing really well because of how their offense is probably more versatile than most of these other teams. Um, Mavs have no rim protection. None. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Golden State is just such a refined offense that they're just exploiting their weaknesses very well. So Dallas mm-hmm. is overplaying. Uh, Warriors very heavily on the yeah. perimeter. The moment Steph catches the ball, before he even catches it, he's already taking half a step in towards the paint. Yeah. And no yeah. one's expecting that. So he's getting these wide open layups at the rim and no one's there. So they're just doing like, I mean, that's kind of what you're seeing too in general, um, like league wide, like mid range shots, right? For the longest time, yeah. they, like it's been like, oh, avoid all mid range range shots. Mm-hmm. It's the new mm-hmm. era. But then look at some of these guys who are really doing well in the NBA. They're guys that are now just like draining mid Like Chris Paul had a great run last year. Even in this playoffs, he was pretty mm-hmm. good. Where does oh, he make yeah. all his money? He makes it in the, in the mid-range. And the reason why is because when 
opposing teams are setting up their defense, they're laying back. They're laying back into the paint and giving them so much space. Sometimes it's where like the best shot are available. Mm-hmm. And now because everyone knows to defend the three point line, defend the paint, the mid range is now more open. So now you're suddenly seeing some guys really. So it's always a cat and mouse game, right? It is. It really is. So Golden State, we all know they can hit threes. Steph and Curry, cat and mouse game. They're like, uh, we're just going to go right to the paint. And they've been killing them. Yeah. I guess that's the, that's a level of like IQ that's off the charts with Golden State too, right? Like you can't, they're just, the amount of like high, high IQ guys on that team is just, they're playing with them. You know, yep. so yeah, like you're saying, like Steph's driving in like easily because he knows he can do that. They're just well coached. When you guys, you got Hall of Famers on the on the court, like just running around. So yeah, really, really stands out. Yeah, this this is also like you know my favorite type of basketball talk because we one of the things I love so much about the NBA is like you know people always say like it's a copycat league, but I feel like what's what's under that point is that there's, there's always this team that's going to try and be different. And, you know, obviously this is the Raptors podcast. I, you know, I, I really enjoyed what the Raptors were trying to do this year. I, I liked that it was different. You know, I think we have to, our pendulum does have to swing a little bit more. We do need to shoot more threes, but, you know, I, I remember watching uh, the, uh, the, the, the James Harden rockets and, you know, they were just shooting a preposterous amount of threes and, I sort of like, uh, you know, I've wondered like, wh- like, where does this peak? And I think maybe we're, I don't want to say we're looking at like, uh, you know, the most extreme shot diets we'll ever see because probably we aren't. But at the same yeah. time, it's kind of like, you know, to, to Wesley's point, like, you know, the, the mid-range shot is not valuable. I think partially because it was overused, you know, back to the basket, basketball, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I think like we've swung so far the other way that guys like CP three and, and DeMar and, you know, you know, Pascal to a certain extent can just feast. And I think you don't like, you can't have someone feasting either. Right. Like, you know, obviously three is more than two and that's exponential. And, you know, we can't go back in time. Like it's never going to be like, Charles Oakley, you know, shooting a 18 foot, like whatever baseline shot. But at the same time, there, there is this interesting balance. Right. And, and I, I, yeah, we'll, we'll see where it goes from here. And um, yeah, I'm wondering if anyone has any counters other than golden State. but uh, yeah, let's move on to this last question here. Um, Wesley, I'm going to stick with you. We, uh, we, we don't have to, uh, you know, we don't have to name all the Canadian uh, players, um, but uh, yeah, we got it up here on, on YouTube. I, I think actually, uh, I, I hope I'm still correct here, but uh, out of any country other than the U.S., yeah. uh, I'm pretty sure that Canada has the most NBA players, yep. which, you know, as a Canadian, as a Torontonian, uh, I love it. It's a, it's just an exciting time to be a, a Canada basketball fan. Um, you know, there's a bunch of stuff uh that, that came out on Twitter today, Blake, uh, Vivek, you know, people are just talking about like who's committed to the team. You know, obviously there's a couple notable non-commitments, but I, I used to get more bent out of shape about that kind of stuff than, than I do now because some of it's contractual, right? Like, so, mm-hmm. so that's, that's part of the deal. But anyways, yeah, I just, I kind of wanted to imagine you, you like anyone can play. They're all available to play. And if you put mm-hmm. all these Canadian guys on one team, 
uh, you know, I, I don't need you to give me like a starting lineup and like rotation sort of thing, but just like, you know, what, how successful would this team have been? Uh, you know, if you were, if they were the 31st team, uh, in, uh, in the NBA this year, like, you know, and obviously we'll do the weird meta thing. There's there, there can be doubles. Okay. So there's, there's two Wiggins, there's two Jamal Murray's, whatever, right. You don't have to take them away from the, from the other team they're on. But, um, yeah, what Wesley, like how good would this team be? You know, like what, and, and what type of team would it be? Playoff team for sure. Um, yeah. maybe not as top heavy as some of these championship teams where they have like super superstar guy. Yeah. But they would be a like super athletic, defensive minded, small ball, like speed team. Yeah. yeah. They would be one of the fastest teams in the entire NBA. And they would call like they would be kind of a more they'd almost be like Memphis. Like that kind of team where it's just mm-hmm. like they just out hustle you, they outwork you on the defensive end, and they got enough guys that can shoot that they'll be competitive. That um that's like almost my answer exactly. Uh so yeah. I, I'll just add that I think this team would have some like you know, yeah, I, I think some of the you know real center stuff is overblown because if you don't have Jokic uh or Embiid what are we talking about here? Obviously Aiton's uh, really good too. And, you know, Gobert, there's some outliers, but you know, bam, six, nine. Uh, I, I just, I don't know if it's, if it's correct, but uh, uh, basketball reference says Draymond six, six. So I don't know. if <laughs> no. he's got, That doesn't seem right. I don't right. think so. Yeah. I don't, I think sure. we'll, let be, him, we'll let him run with that. Yeah. Sure, I think six, he's six, eight. seven, six, eight, maybe, or I don't know. He's taller than six, six. I think but, he's taller than that. <laughs> yeah. I think he's taller than that. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm looking at the, like some of these guys, you know, we got Birch and Boucher obviously, but like for the most part, you know, Tristan Thompson, uh, you know, Lyles, like Olenek, you know, there's some guys who are sort of like fours, right. But no, no mm-hmm. one who's, I, I don't think this team's that tough. Like, I don't know what they do at the rim. And, but yeah, my, I think the main point is this, that I, that, you know, Wesley, laid down was sort of uh they're just not top heavy enough but uh i think memphis is a good comparison maybe there's no jaw but i mean mm-hmm. man when jamal murray was cooking yeah he was cooking i think we haven't seen him in a little bit and we oh, all forget yeah. about that right like he was absolutely yeah. again i don't think it's fair to compare him to jaw but i do think that jamal murray was he's on a rise like i that guy was you know he did some big stuff especially in the bubble man the, that that donovan mitchell battle was was just epic yeah. but um Darren, yeah. What, what do you think about this team? Are you are you with us? Where it's kind of like a playoff team? Maybe. They yeah, yeah. Out? I mean, they would be a great team. They'd be a real fun team to watch. I mean, Shy. Obviously, you know how much I love Shy. He'd be like we have like a couple of stars like Shy and uh, Murray, obviously. And uh, who else is uh, Oh, Wiggins. Wiggins, obviously. If he was playing for the team, that would be great. Just those three alone. That's like. If you're talking about this team being in the NBA, you have three top guys right there. And then you have some, you know, maybe Lou Dort, 3 and D guy. Uh, Boucher mm-hmm. can kind of be a 3 and D guy too. Uh, Powell Clark had a great playoff run. Like, he, he was really impressive, actually. Yeah. Um, Brooks, if you need someone to be nasty Brooks, out there. You know? yeah. Exactly. I mean, obviously, 
You abandon. Come on, Delano's there. Why not play him for fun? <laughs> um, for the vibes, of course. Um, who else do I write down? Oh, she Brissett, man. Yeah, this, yeah. Team, this team would be fun. It would I have think talent. I think it would be a playoff team for sure. Uh, it would be, be great to see them uh, go against uh, themselves, of course. Our, yep. like, uh, <laughs> uh, our, RJ against RJ. If the Knicks ever made the playoffs, that would be a thing. Yeah, this is the only way RJ would make the playoffs, actually. Okay, I'm liking this more. more po- <laughs> trying to be more positive for RJ. <laughs> yeah, let me, let me also say, you know, just like for a, a little, little bonus, uh, bonus content here. For me, coaching staff's got to be like head coach Nash. You got big cat there. Yes. Um, yes. You know, and then maybe bring back Rick Fox. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Just like Rick Fox. I, I don't even know if he wants to coach, but just bring, bring him on the sidelines. We need him there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shout out Bill Wennington, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Bill Wennington's like, let oh. me be, man. Let me, be. Yeah. Let me, me just alone. stay home. Yeah. Um, Dude, it would be but, cool. Uh, big country. Remember him? He'd be cool. Just was he big country. Country. No, he was not. He was not at all. But, you know. His name's I Big th- Country. Yeah, bring him his on. His name's right. Big Country, and I think Vancouver fans would love that. <laughs> so Yeah. Yeah, we got one guy that's not Canadian, and out of all the potential dudes, we're going Big Country, <laughs> big country. Reeves. What's up, dude? Yeah. How you doing? Uh, yeah. But, uh, guys, uh, this has been a really fun pod. Thank you both so much. Um, yeah, we got, we got silly. Uh, we got into some, you know, technical basketball stuff too, which uh, I always appreciate. Yeah, yeah. Um, and let me say to anyone who's been listening, supporting, thank you so much. We're, uh, we're still, uh, you know, excited to be part of Raptors Republic and having a good time here. But um, yeah, let me let me go to you first, Wesley. Uh, yeah, TSN Edge for sure. You know, like just plug away, please. Let let people know. Um, you know, we'll we'll hook you up if you're if yeah. you're listening or watching. We'll we'll definitely. Uh, <laughs> plug wesley's uh socials and stuff but yeah thanks ben my socials last name first name chang wesley all my stuff is usually on tsn edge you'll see my face pop up here and there on sports center like uh nba pregame anything betting related all right especially on the raptors they'll always throw my face on it so look out for me appreciate you uh following along hell yeah dude well uh yeah man um appreciate you doing the pod hope to have you back soon hey i would love to be back and uh darren what's uh what's good man uh you know uh winona show podcast like hit people up yeah winona ride or die uh that's the name of it nice name (laughs) everyone loves it uh it's at a bar called winona uh craft beer lodge uh toronto sports podcast i do with my friend sam about all toronto sports a lot of fun um, and I'm going to be making a lot of uh, bad prop bets with uh, Wesley here pretty soon. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> Give me three threes for Wiggins. I don't know. <laughs> so, I, suck, it, I suck at betting so much. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I do too. You know, I'm a little bad at poker too. Okay, guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Right on. Well, again, uh, thank you both so much. And uh, as always, thanks to Maddie D coming in with the, uh, you know, the, the hyper relevant uh, celebs and yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm burdened, but, but Matt's amazing. Producer, love him. And um, shout out to Brian Adams, you know, yeah, Brian Adams, right? Yeah. On, man. He'd have to wear 69 on his jersey. Absolutely. Right? Like that's, that's mandatory. I, I really want. Yeah. You know what, Maddie, I demand you make a Celine uh, talking Raptors type of reference for next week. Uh, 
my, perfect. My heart will go on something. I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, again, thanks everyone. Uh, appreciate uh, all the listens, all the follows, everything. And um, yeah, check us next week. And Maddie, if you feel like we're good, we're done to go. Uh, we're, we're, we're done. We're good to go. Uh, please just give me those sweet words I love so much. Okay. Okay. Listen to the Confederacy of Dunks exclusively on the Rapcast. 